Hello everyone. Welcome back. Hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Today is going to be a very interesting day. We've been, yes. been stopped for a couple of days because our dear friend Miriam here had some mm-hmm. issues, <laughs> some health yeah. issues. She's I okay though. What? Are you okay, right? Yes, I'm okay now. I had some uh, fever, but I'm doing well. You know, because usually it's on Monday, uh, our episode. So yes. we have to change that for health reasons. But now I'm doing okay. It's not COVID. It's just me. <laughs> me and the weather. <laughs> it's just the weather. Yeah. So, everyone, welcome back to... Uh, this is the post- podcast. Oh, this is the podcast where we talk about whatever we want <laughs> because it's our <laughs> podcast and it's not yours. <laughs> That's on period. <laughs> we are starting very well today. <laughs> yeah, we are tired. So guys, welcome, welcome back. We are so happy to have you here. And today mm-hmm. I'm presenting, I'm presenting yeah. Miriam, of course, my mm-hmm. amazing co-host. Thank you. And today we have a very interesting topic to talk about. Yes. So I'm going to do a little bit of explaining before Mm -hmm. we dive into the main thing of this episode. Uh, So if anybody out there doesn't know what San Remo is, the festival of San Remo, uh, I'm going to explain. The festival of San Remo is a very, very big TV show in Italy. It's the mm-hmm. main uh, television event of the year. Around uh, 54% of the people watching television during the week of Sanremo are watching the Festival of Sanremo. So it's a very, very big thing. It's a cultural thing. It's a song contest. Also, the winner of Sanremo goes to the Eurovision representing Italy. So it's a very big thing. And uh, it's, of course, it's broadcasted by the main uh, Italian broadcaster called Rai. And this year, it's particular, it has been particularly interesting, especially concerning female representation in the media. I'm mm-hmm. going to explain why. This year, uh, the main presenter, the main host, uh, called Amadeus, decided to have uh, a rotating co-host for each of the five nights of the show. And he decided to have five women. Usually it works like this. He has done this uh, last year and the year before that. So it's it's a common thing to do. The main thing is that these five women, one of them uh, was called Drusilla Fuer, Mm-hmm. And she is actually not a woman. And she is actually not uh, a transgender person. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is just a character, a theatrical character created by a male actor called Gianluca Gori. And he created this character uh, of Drusilla Foer. And this character is a noble woman of Tuscany. Uh, she's very elegant, very clever. Um, she's a bit, you know, a bit cynical, a bit acid. Uh, she doesn't care much about everyone else. Uh, 
but she's very elegant. She and she's very, very, very entertaining. Absolutely. Uh, I remember yes. watching a video about it. Yes, she's amazing. She has a big following online. Uh, she's very funny. But the point mm -hmm. is, there have been quite a lot of, you know, discussions about this uh, this thing because, of course, she is not a real woman. Mm -hmm. And uh, the thing is, like, the main question I want to talk about tonight is, um, uh, does Drusilla Foer actually represent women, some kind of women, and can men um, validly portray women on a big stage? Ooh. There's a, it's, it's a big, it's a big, big, big issue. Um, mm -hmm. Most, most people don't really care about it. They just see uh, a good actor doing a good job. And that's mm -hmm. mainly the focus of the thing. Like, it's been very funny. It doesn't have a lot of layers or something like that to the, you know, average viewer. But a lot of people said, um, that Drusilla Foer should not be praised for representing women because, in fact, she's not. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So what do you think? Well, um, I think that I can agree with the general opinion that she, he, or it does not really represent women and that that place uh, that have been used to um, to portray this character could have been used to I don't know bring someone else of course a woman and yeah I don't really quite agree with that honestly uh, but if I have to see it like yeah if I have to see it from an artistic point of view. It's it's quite interesting to see this character because I mean he is amazing, but if it's I mean like Amadeus said, if it's something that it has to be done to represent women in the media, I don't think that uh, it does does the job, you know. Of course, of course, that's the main thing. Uh, the the issue wouldn't be really presenting itself if it was a mm -hmm. bad representation. But yeah. the point is that Drusilla Foer is actually a very good representation of women in a, like, in a positive way. She's very intelligent, she's very clever, independent, strong-willed, very funny, very, very funny. Mm -hmm. So the point is, is he really doing a disservice to women as an actor? Because he's portraying quote-unquote, a good woman as of modern standards. I mean, yeah, I get, I get the, the idea and the mission that he had that those nights to represent women. But I also think that, generally speaking, in Italy, we have a huge problem with sexism and the image of women, you know, in general. So, like... I really think that that place could have been used to bring someone that can be as intelligent, as beautiful, and as charismatic as the character that the actor portrayed. 
Mm-hmm. Because we need that in Italy. Absolutely, we need that. Especially, you know, with the, the broadcasting of Rai, and Rai has a long history of, oh my God, sexisms and, uh, you know, all that toxic masculinity. I don't know if you remember those those old fashion shows with like naked women treated like objects. That's yeah, that's the point. Uh, Rai actually never done something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. In Italy, um, the objectification of women in, in television is often shamed upon Mediaset, which is a private network. Oh my God, I confused the two. Yeah, yes, it's Rai Mediaset, is the yeah. national broadcaster inside Mediaset. Mm-hmm. He's a private broadcaster. Uh, mm-hmm. owned by the Berlusconi family. Which is not surprising. It's the it's Ital- the Italian main source of trash TV, basically. Absolutely. So yeah, sorry, I confused the two. But even like in, in Italian culture, we still have this problem of objectification of women. And uh, yeah, I mean, with his character, he sh- did like some good job for the cause. But I don't know. I still think that he that, that place can be used for someone else. I don't know. I'm thinking Fiorella Mannoia. Fiorella Mannoia is like an amazing singer. She's she has like these amazing songs about women and power and how to be like true to yourself. I'm thinking oh, about yes. her. Oh yes, Fiorella Mannoia has a long history of being. Uh strong independent woman let's say yes and she's a redhead she has these huge <laughs> she's red a redhead, yes curls she, she is, you get she the is. idea when you she's see amazing. her she's amazing honestly yes uh, her singing is very uh touching mm-hmm. it's very touching when she sings it, like you feel like she is singing to your soul this is true She's amazing. She's truly amazing. Um, there have been quite a few consequences of Juzi Lafuer particip- participation in Sanremo Festival, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the main one being uh, she's been such a good presence on stage, mm-hmm. even overshadowing Amadeus most of the time. Then a lot of people are calling on Rai to give the hosting of the next Sanremo to Drusilla Foer. I would love that. Uh, in my opinion, she would be amazing. But Me I too. am like thinking about this now. I've seen uh, not all on not, not all the nights, but most of them. Mm-hmm. And the night next to like the one after Drusilla. Mm-hmm. Um, the show was co-hosted by another actress, a real actress this time. Uh, she's mm-hmm. called Maria Chiara Giannetta, I think. And she has been amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. In the best way possible. She's very young. Drusilla is portrayed as a like old woman. Not very old, but like 60, 65 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, Maria Chiara Giannetta is like 30, I think something like that and she was very fresh she was very like funny in a different way in a different kind of way of course in her own way 
but I've seen nobody asking Rai to give uh, the next year hosting to Maria Chiara Giannetta, for example. And that's a shame. That's a huge shame. I think, yes. and this is what There's I was saying before, like maybe this character that this actor is playing, it's too much, I don't know, charged. And it gives like, the whole point is to entertain, you know, because everyone knows that it's not a woman, it's something, it's a, a man doing a woman in that moment. So of although, course- Although uh, a large portion of people watching didn't know that he oh, was- Oh, really? Yeah, most people uh, thought that uh, she was either a woman or a, mm-hmm. or a trans woman. None, okay. like, the people who knew Drusilla before knew what she was. So mm-hmm. an actor doing drag, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, but people who didn't know were very fast to, con- like, to confuse right because mm-hmm. his character is very very well done it's very very well rounded yeah you can see there's a lot of work behind yeah. this behind the character but still Drusilla was asked to host the the next issue of Sanremo and not by the Crajoneta which is scandalous in my opinion because they were both very good they were both very, very good and good actors all around. I mean, I get what they're doing with the broadcasting of Rai. They just want to include this new thing next year. Yes, she's very new on the, she's very on the new. national scene. She's very I'm, new on the national scene. Yes, I'm, I'm not even going to start like, oh no, just because he's a man, blah, blah, they should give it to a woman. It's not the case, I think. If... He is that talented and he can like entertain a huge crowd like in Sanremo. It's a good thing that next year he'll, they will give him uh, this, this op- opportunity to host the, the festival. So I don't really see the problem for next year. Uh, the me, problem neither, for me... Honestly. me neither, honestly. But my question for you was mm-hmm. do you think that it should be counted at female representation or not? Like, what kind of representation is it? If it has to come to that. Mm, so, like I said before, he somehow represents a woman in this moment. Mm-hmm. But the whole thing that Amadeo said uh, with him wanting that every night there can be a woman uh, presenting the festival, for me, it doesn't really uh, doesn't really does the the job, you know, of representing mm-hmm. women. In that, he he basically playing a character, in my opinion, and it, it's not a fully representation of women. Okay, I totally understand. I think and, he's a better representation for actors, honestly. Yes, it's, than it's women. yeah. And what about you? What do you think? So I really like I don't like I see the issue. Mm-hmm. I see the issue. It should not be portrayed as women representation, in my opinion. 
but it's a very, very good representation of uh, theatrical actors because mm-hmm. he comes from theater. And so I think uh, this represents like, you know, they say that uh, movies make you rich, mm-hmm. TV makes you famous, but theater makes you good. This is exactly what I saw here. Who said uh, that? It's a common saying in Hollywood or something like that. The show business. I don't know. I just okay. heard it. Mm-hmm. I heard it. Yeah. And I actually think it makes a lot of sense because you can see how good mm-hmm. he is as an actor when he does this character, which is basically a character. I wouldn't even call it drag, honestly. For yeah, me, it's not drag. Yeah, I wouldn't call it drag. It's... Mm. I think in Italian it's called the travesti, which mm-hmm. is a, like something that has like all its tropes all around. It's something very coded, which is something out of drag, I think. It's not the typical idea of like American drag or the club kids or something like that. It's mm-hmm. like it's something that has to do totally with theater, you know? Okay. Yes, totally I totally theater. agree. And it was a nice uh, opportunity to show Italy, whole Italy, and maybe a little bit of the world that Ita- Italy has like good theater. Like we definitely have good theater. Yes, yes, uh, yes. I th- yes. This is a good. I- this is a good point. This is a good point. Because the art. Oh my God, we have such a beautiful history with performances with in theater. theater. Of, course, of course. And we now created I created modern theater. Yeah, and now I can see. I mean. Tell me if I'm wrong, but nowadays in Italy, the the attention to theater it's not that you know prevalent. No, not, not as much uh, as somewhere else. For example, we don't have Broadway. Yeah, you know, or West End. There are a lot of like famous play like uh, Hamilton or Wicked or something like that. We don't mm-hmm. really have that here. We have opera, which is something totally different and mm-hmm. only for rich people duh but yeah. theater it's it's not common let's say it's not common common welcome to this new section maria mm-hmm. my dear my darling mm-hmm. my toots yeah. my sweet <laughs> how are you doing what are you doing tell me so i am like drinking a glass of wine, a Italian glass wine, glass of wine. You it's know what? Called... I totally stand that. Yeah, it's called Lambrusco di Modena, and it's like um, it's like a frizzy type of wine. And yesterday, I made a guy try it, and he mm. said to me, "Oh my god, it's so disgusting!" And I was like, "How what? fucking dare you?" He's okay. Yeah. No, he's not okay. <laughs> but he he's said that he, he said yeah, oh, I don't like it like I was, I was like shut the fuck up you and your French ass <laughs> ignorant ass <laughs> but you know about wine right yes I have a little knowledge of it you have a so. little knowledge right because you mm-hmm. did high school studying wine no, yes but, yeah you, you did um, cooking school right cooking school gastronomic school Oniology, 
classes. So they taught you that. They taught you how to like appreciate good wine. Yeah, yeah. So I have my fair amount of knowledge about <laughs> Italian wine. Yes, but you know, like yesterday, I wanted to bring to the other guy like uh, Italian wine, and I, I didn't bring the right one. So, which means that it's been like a long time that I didn't, um, like I don't know, fully discovered the word of wine. But yeah, <laughs> I still remember a few <laughs> things. I remember a few things. But yeah, I'm doing good. Thanks. Um, busy with uh, university and uh, researches and studying. And work. I work at KFC right now. I'm frying chicken, bitch. Are you kidding me? You work at KFC? <laughs> yes, I started today. Oh my god. <laughs> you have to tell me everything. <laughs> well, we basically fry chicken. <laughs> and that's <laughs> well, it. Kentucky fried chicken, it's called that. Yeah. And... from Kentucky, though? I don't think so, no. <laughs> think but... So. but... But it smells good and tastes good, too. And what about you? How are you doing? Oh, baby, it's been quite a journey these past days. Because, oh. yes, Fr- no, last Friday, I had an exam. Uh-huh. Um, History of Political Institution and European Integration. Oh, my God, that's smart stuff. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's 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 really my tea. It's really my tea. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, you really dig it. Yeah, totally. Like, you know how much of a European freak I am. Yes, you love Europe. Oh my God, this guy loves Europe. He stands Europe. Yeah, baby, I was reading the book and wetting myself. <laughs> baby, I I was reading that and you could hear on the in the background on your pussy. My, my my pussy was throbbing. Okay, <laughs> I really enjoyed this. I really really enjoyed. It. it was a massive amount of things to learn, though. It was very yeah, very big, sure. and I was so anxious doing this exam. I was so so anxious, and it went mm-hmm. well. It went really really well. So I'm very happy. I'm yes, very, please happy. tell everyone how much. What, what was your grade? <sighs> thirty out of thirty. I mean, I mean, come on now. She's an icon. She's a legend. She's a legend. Now, come on now. No, come She's on now. <laughs> you did so well, darling. Thank you so much, baby. It's very appreciated. I'm very happy. I'm very happy. You uh, because I know I put my time to good use, let's say. Mm-hmm. Then, of course... If I have to be happy, the next day I have to be sad. <laughs> so I had two days of depression, of course. Like, Why? Of course. It happens. It happens. You know, sometimes yeah. it happens. Mm-hmm. The only problem is that today is Wednesday, right? Yeah. Today, I should have had an exam. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, like... I arrived Monday morning, like, I will never be ready for this Wednesday exam. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I looked myself in the mirror, I said, Mm-mm, bitch, you ain't gonna do it. So I, I said, okay, fuck it. And I had another exam this Friday. And mm-hmm. I said, let's try that. 
so yesterday, today, and of course Monday, mm-hmm. uh, I've been studying for this exam, which is um, modern history. Uh, and so I'm preparing this exam for Friday. And I have to do a little relation, a little text mm-hmm. uh, about a random topic of the course that we talked about during lessons. This professor, this professor, oh my God, he is so cute. <laughs> Both Which physically and cute? as a person, like he's ve- he's so wholesome. I have I have no ways to describe it but a teddy bear. He's a teddy bear. Okay. You Ooh. see him and you want to hug the shit out of him. Oh. He's so cute. Oh my god. Um and so I am preparing this thesis and I'm doing it about uh, uh witches representation. You said what? Witches? witches, witches, yes. Oh my god, that's so witches representation and the obsession with sexuality, uh, morbidity, and the macabre during the no. 16th century, I think. Yeah, 16th century. It's you know, th- this is my shit. I love to do this. <laughs> I love to, I, I would I love really to do something it. like that too. Yeah, it's a process that you should do like in two weeks, and uh-huh. I'm doing it like two days wishing to do a good job and I am still very much enjoying it myself. I mean, come on, you're gonna nail that shit. I mean it's clear you're gonna nail it. Yeah, this professor he's he's not strict at all. Strict at all. He's mm-hmm. very like, did you enjoy it? Yes. Okay, you can go. Like very that. Mm-hmm. And I am still like enjoying what I am doing. It's so interesting. It's so interesting. And you know what the culprit is? Mm-hmm. Patriarchy, of course, of course. <laughs> patriarchy, yeah. <laughs> it has to do. It has to do with patriarchy. I mean, uh, you don't have to explain it to me. I'm studying fucking sociology. I mean, it's oh, the baby. first thing that they told oh, me the baby. first day. <laughs> do you know what the T is, though? Mm-hmm. The uh, new representation of witches is mostly related to the mm-hmm. sexual fantasies of one person. <laughs> I mean, yes, I can yeah. Baby, I was reading this book and I was like, bitch, this man, he's mm-hmm. called, I don't, I don't remember the name, I remember the surname, Baldung Green. Mm-hmm. He was a printer, um, a painter and a printer. And he was printing... Um, he was drawing designs for ecclesiastical books about witches and something like mm-hmm. that. And before him, the representation were the representations were very normal. Let's say mm-hmm. uh, witches were clothed. They were doing like you know illegal stuff, still mm-hmm. bad things. But it was like normal people doing things, let's say. Uh, it mm-hmm. was evenly split between men and women. So men could do witchcraft. Mm-hmm. After him, he started representing witches as naked women. Naked. Oh. Naked women. We're talking 
the 16th century, okay? Just before uh-huh. um, Martin Luther reform, so very strict. Mm-hmm. Naked women covered in oils, uh, um. like <laughs> showing their genitals around. And their boobies. Of course, it was basically erotic art. I mean, I remember seeing something like that. Yes, and his work is so important because he has been used as a base for the 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 designs after him. <gasps> now it makes sense, like the whole like idea of the sexy witch. And stuff. <laughs> exactly, exactly, especially because witches were seen as so powerful. Mm-hmm. Because of their sexuality. I mean, let's talk you know, about that. Let's talk yeah. about that. You know what the point is? Before, yeah. before this change of mind, let's say, mm-hmm. witches were powerful because they used the power of the devil or something like that, right? They were mm-hmm. not powerful in themselves. They were using the power of someone else. Mm. But after this period of like changing minds and changing perspective uh, the um, body of women became inherently powerful and it was like a duty of women to not use this power for destruction like you want, you see you see the, the shenanigans in here yeah absolutely like but I mean you can find this thing in almost every culture. I wouldn't say every culture, but most cultures. Almost, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, but it's, it's an it's important so shift, change, change of mind, though, because mm-hmm. you're putting the power inside the person. Yeah. Which is not like because you know in the medieval times they really thought like everyone has a role uh, men should do these things and women should do this thing is not good to mix things up let's say mm-hmm. and it was natural for women to be weaker than men mm-hmm. that's what they thought in medieval times but but this is the period of changing from middle medieval times we're going to modern times and yeah. so things are really shifting from the universe and the system and mm-hmm. the concepts are changing on the person. Individualism uh, is the person's choice to be evil or to be good or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so if they recognize that women's body were powerful enough to do witchcraft and do very powerful witchcrafts, mm-hmm. It's basically men recognizing that women are powerful. Yeah, and... You understand, like, you don't have to forbid a woman from doing things if you don't think that she can do it. Exactly, yeah, yeah, I totally totally understand. I mean... Yeah, yeah. That's completely true, like, through history, women have been uh, forced to repress their sexual being. Because it's normal for women to be sexual as much as, as much as a man. Because men, they know that women, once they know their tr- 
true self through sex, they're fucking powerful. Of course. Of course, it was seen as a rebellion against society, right? Mm -hmm. Because society was built and is today built on the nuclear family. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. So women that went against this kind of construction were seen as powerful. But in this case, powerful means uh, not bad. good. Exactly, bad. And nowadays it translates into a whore. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, in medieval mm. times too. What do you think? Yeah, but it was more correlated to, I don't know, like as you said, uh, um, like um, malicious and devilish powers and I don't know, like demon stuff, some satanic stuff, but where nowadays it's you being a fucking slut. Like, how dare you liking dick? <laughs> you know? <laughs> basically, basically, yes. Basically, yes. It's always like the same trope. Mm. If a man does certain things, it's a good thing. If a mm-hmm. woman does certain things, it's the bad thing, right? Yeah, I mean, like, just for me personally, I remember when I used to say that my body count is not inferior of 10 and not inferior of, like, superior, sorry, of 20. Some guys tell me, oh, my God, so you love dick, like, as it is something, you know, bad. And yes, I do. It's normal as much as you like Vagina. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they they try to bash you down and they try to make you like feeling guilty because you love sex. And it's so, 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 so sad. And there's always this thing that women don't feel, you know, like um, free enough and like comfortable when they talk about them enjoying sex. I've seen this this pattern a lot a lot in with women because they feel dirty inside. They feel uh, that they should not vocalize these these um, these feelings mm-hmm. because otherwise they will be seen as whores and uh, bad women, and uh, you know that no man will like them. But yeah, it's kind of sad. I mean, nowadays it's it's a little bit better, but it's true that like ten years ago. Yeah, it was certainly different. Yeah. You- like you have to see not many years ago like the mm-hmm. first years of Britney Spears for example oh my god yeah he was basically dancing naked mm-hmm. or um, Christina Aguilera the first time she went to I don't remember what kind of award it was she was basically MTV. like her pants were barely above her vagina yeah, and she didn't even have a top. She had like a scarf wrapped around her boobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but also that industry knows that music industry knows that sell sex as much as every other industry. Come on now. Of course, of course. But do you think now this is this is an interesting topic? Do mm-hmm. you think that women can use this kind of mechanism to gain mm-hmm. power? and liberty and freedom for example rihanna did it 
Yes, I was. Uh, I wanted to say that. Like, look at Rihanna. She really did it. At the beginning, everyone was telling, "Oh my God, yeah, she's a bad girl. She's um, I know." Wendy Williams, I'm looking at you. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, she was saying that she she is not like, she's not like a a, a nice like a normal girl. She is someone that she it seems that she likes to go with guys. So I remember like rumors like this. No, no, she said on the Wendy Williams show, she said uh, that Rihanna is not the kind of girl you would bring home. Exactly, yeah, she said something like that. That she, yeah. Yeah, she said something even worse. She said, uh, you do Rihanna, and then you Uh take a penicillin. Oh, so because she said she's a whore. Yeah. Yes. But I think, yes, you can do this. You can, I mean, it's still difficult. Because, because it's somehow still a man word, and it cannot work. It cannot work for every arena, like every, mm-hmm. every, um, every. I don't know. Every you get it, like every arena in the in the work. I don't know work or your personal life, but for certain things like art, the music industry when it has been known that for years male artists have been using women's body and women's like um features to like gain uh power to themselves and uh, celebrity for themselves i think that women cannot nowadays can do something like that too for themselves like rihanna like look at even beyonce she's doing that look at um who else? Who else? Kim Kardashian? Um, yeah, oh my God. Like, I remember when I was a kid, I used to say, oh my God, yeah, Kim Kardashian, she's so fucking stupid. But come on now. She <laughs> knew what she was Look doing. At her. Look not, at her. Not even Kim Kardashian. Look at Chris Kardashian. Look at the mother, Chris Kardashian. She knew what she was fucking doing and she flipped she the whole fucking table. A multi billion empire mm-hmm. solely on women. Yes, and all of this thanks to a sex tape. Of course. She used the, like, men's weapon against mm-hmm. themselves. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and... My question now is that we, we've talked about a lot of representation, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, my question now is what do you think would be a good kind of women representation in the media a good type mm-hmm. a good type of representation of the media for example uh, do you think that Rihanna is a good representation of women yes I think she's a good representation to women uh, because I don't know if you know know like the whole story of Rihanna in her uh, through her career. She almost went broke. And no, this I didn't be- know that. And this is why she she sang the song like uh, "Bitch Better Have My Money" because it's it's basically um uh, like a shade to to her ex uh, manager, um, and he basically tried to take all of her money away. And she had like. Away, yeah, she she had basically like about ten years ago, she had in her bank account about four hundred dollars. 
400 yes i swear to god and right now look at her like she keeps growing and thriving through the business and she found her way so yes she can be a good representation to women and of course like if you look at the music industry you cannot find like a nice role model for young women underage women because it's the music industry but for like Adult women, she yes, she can be a good representation for me. Do you think Beyonce can be a good representation of women? Is that even a question? <laughs> <laughs> of because, course. Do you I mean, know why I ask this? Because Beyonce is often portrayed like as something outside c- categories, right? Yeah. Because she is so above. Usually, uh-huh. she is portrayed so above. That mm-hmm. she, like she goes beyond the category of women, and she's like the best performer. You can think, yeah, of. and she earned that. I mean, look at her story. She basically he she started with her dad being her manager, and after she decided to become the manager of herself. Who does that? <laughs> Rihanna does that. I mean, Rihanna still have a manager right now, but like only Beyonce can do that to herself. And she like created this new type of uh, performance that uh, combines like hard dance choreographies and her uh, singing. And nowadays, like this past uh, decade, decade, she is basically working to um, to like represent like black artists and uh, black beauty in the media she's really really vocal about that and she's yeah she always like has this incredible work ethic that even you if you want to try to do it you cannot do it because you're not Beyonce or you have really to be like really fucking motivated like her to be to do that sorry do you know what really goes for like uh, the Beyonce experience and representation. Mm-hmm. I cannot recall a single scandal she's been in. Yeah, and this is, uh, yeah, this is true. Yeah. Like people around her have been in scandals. Jay Z, first, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. But not, never like that she did something wrong, you know? Yeah, I mean, she might have done something wrong, but, you know, now she has the money to cover that. <laughs> I think she, I think I read something okay, I like about, about few scandals, but they're not really scandals. I don't remember read about them, but I think it was something about a bodyguard or something like that. I don't remember. But, like, you know, even her recent scandal with her, with her husband cheating on her, she fucking create this amazing album yes this fucking masterpiece yes if it was another artist they would probably be sad and crying and having like a rock bottom hitting rock bottom in their lives but I- i'm she... looking at you taylor swift yeah <laughs> <laughs> but she basically waited like five years and worked through this album to then after call it lemonade and it's so fucking smart because you know why she called it lemonade? When life gives you lemons. 
Yeah, but also because a lemon tree, you have to wait like three years for a lemon tree. And at the end of the album, um, there is this song called All Night uh, Love. And mm-hmm. it talks about growing into love and that all the times like give you the power and hope and, uh, you know, everything in a relationship. And it's a great closure. I mean, I find it so beautiful. And just because, like, you know, this a lemon tree, you have to wait three years to have the first fruit from this oh, lemon tree. It's okay. so fucking beautiful. Okay, <laughs> she's a I genius. Like I like that. Yeah, she really she's something else, though. Yes. She really is something else. And she works hard. So I don't really agree when people say that Beyonce is overrated because she's not. She's fucking worked so hard for this Baby, where? Where is she overrated? I Uh, mean... (laughs) Also, a good representation for women, Michelle Obama. Oh, baby, you said it. Michelle Obama is my... Is my... Hey, queen! Spirit animal. I love that woman. Hey, queen. Hey, queen. You did it again. again. (laughs) Constantly raising the bar for us all. And do it honestly. She said those words. And I remember when you sent me a gift. And and in the the gift card, there was a part of this speech. (laughs) I still have it. I still have it. It's on my fridge. It's on my fridge. That, that's amazing. You know, I still have your your card that you sent to me uh, for my birthday. <gasps> I still have it. How many years ago was that? A two. <laughs> what? You still have that? Of course I have them. I also have the cards that you gave me. The four queens? Yes, that you gave to me. I still have those. I have everything. <laughs> oh, mama, I'm so happy. I am so happy. Thank you. <laughs> of course. But like, yeah, Michelle Obama, she, oh my God, she is a true she really amazing is example. Else. She yeah. really is something else. That also, woman yeah. is amazing. Did, did she uh, graduate from Harvard Law? Harvard mm-hmm. Law School? Was it Yale? Harvard. No, right? no, it was Harvard. Yeah. Harvard. That bitch, that bitch really did that. Mm-hmm. Yes, she did it. And she she worked so hard for for her stuff too. She's a great great example, and also a great another great another example. I think it's Serena Williams. Oh, of course, of course, of course, Serena Williams, of course. And how could I forget? How could I forget? Oprah. Yes. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my God, <laughs> Oprah! How could I forget Oprah? She's. Like... I mean. I I, mm-hmm. I have no words. I have no words for Oprah, honestly. Maybe because I'm gay. But <laughs> she's like... Good. And not, I'm not a young gay. I'm old, old gay. Bitch, you're 25. <laughs> How dare you say that you're old? <laughs> old, old faggy gay. <laughs> oh, no. Old fruity gay. <laughs> old fruity... <laughs> old fruity... <laughs> Yes. No. Oprah is like she she could like point a gun at me and shoot me and I would say thank you. 
I don't know. I have mixed feelings about Oprah personally. Yeah, she did yeah. some shady shit. Uh, the she whole thing. A... She did some shady stuff. Oh well, if you have to, if you want to be a multi-billionaire, I mean. Yeah, you have to go with the wave, but also I don't. I mean, yeah, the whole thing about thriving and working hard for your career and stuff like this. Yeah, I get it. She's a great example for that. But personally, I don't really, I don't really like feel her as much as I feel older women that can represent young women, you know. Oh my God, another one, Dolly Parton. Oh, Jolene. Jolene, <laughs> <laughs> Jolene first of all, lesbian representation, thank you. I mean, I think she loved Jolene because she sang so much about her. <laughs> she had something <laughs> with Jolene. <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, no, but uh, I think Oprah and Dolly Parton are two mm-hmm. examples of how someone can use their fame and their money for good mm-hmm. purpose. Yes. For example, in the, I think it was the 90s, Oprah opened the Oprah Book Club. Mm-hmm. She, like, how I don't even know how many people read with her a book that oh. she was like giving it, it it's amazing she moved thousands of thousands of people to reading and so mm-hmm. did dolly parton she gave so much money to schools to buy books and of course dolly parton partially uh, gave money to moderna to find mm-hmm. a vaccine for covid oh that's that's stunning we have to stand her for that I mean, I mean, she's a musical genius uh-huh. because she is, and I will not accept anything less than a music genius. I mean, have you ever seen that thing that she does with her nails to create like yes, a beat? Yes, the bell. I remember that. Oh my God, this is so, I mean, and she of course. also wrote, I will always love you for Whitney Houston. <gasps> I didn't know that. Yes, Peach, she wrote that. In 20 minutes. In 20 Oh my God, of course she's... And she comes also from a poor as fuck family. And she knew how to turn and twist her words. Yes, and I saw in an interview, she said, Mm -hmm. um, someone asked her, why do you always dress up like that? Because she Mm -hmm. wears wigs, a lot of makeup, her boobs are giant. Yeah. And she said... Well, when I was younger, like when I was a kid, I saw this woman dressed like this walk like along the street. Mm-hmm. And I said to my mom, uh, I want to be like her when I grow up. And her mom said something like, oh, don't do that. She's trash or something like that. Uh, and Dolly Parton said, yeah, when I will grow up, I want to be trash. <laughs> that's iconic. <laughs> that to me. To me, that's icon- iconic behavior. Like, not feeling, like, totally feeling yourself yeah. in every moment of your life and doing whatever you feel like doing mm-hmm. in a good way, of course. Yeah. Like, with yourself, with how you present yourself, how you want to express yourself. That, 
for me is iconic behavior. And, and talking about so many other people, Rihanna did that with the um, Fenty X Savage uh, yeah. lingerie liner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have something to say about that because it seems all great, but it's a little bit of a scam. Savage X Fenty? Yes, it's a little bit of a scam because... Tell me all about it. I love it. Not you, I because love I read it. I read something about it and even so few videos. Basically, it's not that of... It's not a quality, quality brand, you know? It oh, I'm not talking about quality, baby. But still, even the website, it's another scam. So on top of paying, like, now it, there is always, like, discount, like, 30%, 50% discount. So, yeah, of course, it's, so it can goes, you know, with all the quality. But most importantly, in the website, when you want to purchase something, they will add you, like, I think it's 50 euro plus, something like that, but secretly because of a membership that you didn't sign up for. So a lot of people get scammed for that. Okay, that's a bit shady, though. Yes, but still, she's doing a good thing, you know. Yeah, I like was talking all... about representation. Yeah, yeah, this because is true. With the craze about the the shape of women's body and also bodies in general, even men's body. Yeah, the fact that she is like parading her own body out there, mm-hmm. which for me it's a it's an amazing body. Of course, she's very beautiful. But mm-hmm. he's not. It's not in the standards of beauty of like runway models, yeah, Bella Hadid or whatever, or Gigi Hadid. And for me, building a lingerie lineup for mm-hmm. people outside the standard canon of beauty, it's something so powerful. Like it for men too. For the first time, I saw. On a lingerie website, mm-hmm. uh, fat man. Yeah, I remember that. L- lingerie. And I was mm-hmm. like, like before, I wouldn't even thought about buying some kind of expensive lingerie because I thought it wouldn't look sexy on me and I wouldn't feel sexy. Mm-hmm. I saw that man there and I saw how sexy he was. Even mm-hmm. if a stomach bigger than mine and I was like baby I want that and it made me it made, it made me feel powerful that's a good thing she's doing a great thing with her money yes she's also making a lot of money out of scams as you see as of as, course. as, you, as you told but you yeah know, a positive side to do this yeah it's for a good cause let's say like this but yeah definitely and talking about express yourself Mm-hmm. How can you forget Madonna? The th- stuff that she has oh, done for yes. the gay community in the 90s. She, like, f- yeah, from the, the 80s up to the first 2000s, yeah. she basically carried the queer communi- community on her shoulder. A lot, like, in incredible. The media, in the media, in the media. In the media, and the media for a while really fucking... Hated she's, her. She she truly is an icon, and even now she's giving like not a very great representation, but still a mm-hmm. representation for elderly people. 
Yeah. And I remember, like, I think a few months ago, 50 Cent said something about her being an old woman and stuff that she's doing right now. It's not appropriate for her age. And she, like, stabbed him with a video telling him to shut the fuck up, something like that. And I was like, yes. 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 I, I like, I like the fact that she's not stopping. Yeah, me too. Like, a part of me is saying, like, girl, give it up. You don't have it anymore. But on the other hand, I'm still... She's unstoppable. Yeah, he's do- she's and doing her thing. thing. It's mm-hmm. a good thing. Yeah. Also, I like I mean, this BDSM turn. The what? A BDSM turn in Madame X album. Oh, uh, like, yeah. The artwork was very yeah. BDSM. Not very, a little bit. I liked it. Yeah, it's a good thing. And also, like, how dare you 50 Cent to say something like this to an icon? Yeah, She's fucking Madonna. Are... She can do whatever the fuck you want. It's like saying to Diana Ross that she cannot wear certain things because of her age. That's fucking Diana Ross. Yeah. You're not you cannot... even worth a dollar. Absolutely. I mean, and... You're worth half a dollar. Incredible. I mean... It's incredible how the gay community loves so much divas. They basically yeah, carry their there's, all, whole. There's there's a lot to explore about the like diva worship in the gay community. I need I, to. I yeah. don't know about enough about it to talk about it, but I think it's a very interesting topic that I would like to talk about. Me too, and I need to send you a video so maybe for the next time we can talk about it. And sure. that video is amazing. <laughs> it made me laugh so hard. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Love that. So He's we're getting the close to the one hour mark. Mm-hmm. I think our time is sadly running out. Yeah. But he's been very illuminating. I yeah, really absolutely. enjoyed this session, honestly. Me too. Mm-hmm. It was so fun. It was so fun. Yeah, so, as, as always. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. So, since we are running out of time, we would like to thank all the people that are listening to our podcast. Thank you so much. Your presence is very much appreciated. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you. Thank you so much. Be sure to share our podcast if you think other people would enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I would like to thank Sarah. Sarah, she is a friend of mine. She was last week, she was so excited over these podcasts that she texted me after I don't know months of not speaking with her that she loves it so much yeah and I, I want saw to thank, it I and I want to thank it. you girl thank you so much <laughs> she she was amazing thank you so much Sarah thank you thank you thank you it's very very much appreciated absolutely yeah so bye bye everyone we shall so see bye you, hopefully <laughs> Yeah, so next week, if I don't get sick, hopefully. <laughs> let's hope not. Let's hope not. Probably yeah, Monday. Hope not. Probably Monday, yeah. right? On Monday. I'm yes, on vacation so on Monday. Less than a week. Less than a week. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye.